What's up? What's up, y'all? And welcome to the D&D podcast of Dice and Men. I am your Yay. host, Darius. I've got here in the left corner, Chris. That's me. It's your boy, Chris. Uh, I'm here to, to go to Summer Slam. Whatever the hell he wants. In the right <laughs> corner, we've got Kiki. I'm Kiki. And what is this, a fun fact? Hey, it can be. Go ahead, throw it out. Um, I just got a new ear piercing. Holy oh, shit. Then we Chris got steps back in fear. Yeah, you better <laughs> run. <laughs> in the we gotta let me we gotta finish introductions, then y'all can get into it. Come on now. Oh, it's just Jordan. <laughs> and in the bottom left corner, we've got Jordan. Yeah. Hey, uh, they said I can go home if I just talk for a while. So um <laughs> hello. Uh don't be fool fooled, people. He's literally at home. We can see his refrigerator in the in, Yeah, in he's his literally webcam. at home drinking quote unquote water. Water really in nice a Jose Cuervo bottle. Yeah. And just to round it out, I am in the bottom right corner. So mm-hmm. for our first episode, it's our pilot. You know, we just, we was like, we was trying to figure out what we was going to do. And we decided, easy thing for us to do, favorite D&D classes and subclasses. So that's where we're going to start at. I hope you like it. Yeah, Kiki, go. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I think it should be Chris first. Got, yeah, I don't want to go first. first. <laughs> Shit. Okay. Um, so I've... <laughs> I've played D D for a while now, and uh I gotta say my favorite I honestly it didn't used to be my favorite because you know religious overtones, but my favorite subclass is actually the paladin, which might come as a surprise to everyone in this call. <laughs> um uh my favorite subclass is the conqueror paladin, because it's the one that you're given like carte blanche to just be a dick. <laughs> So you don't have to be like the goody two shoes guy, and you can lie. You can lie out out your ass and be rewarded for it. Um, but yeah, I love the paladin. Um, I like the oaths. It's a good guideline for like helping you, um, like come to terms with how you want to play your character, even if it's just to weasel out of your oaths. <laughs> uh, like paladins like a... just. They just sound like you. You're. It's just a religious free pass to beat the shit out of people. That's what it sounds like. Well, to, <laughs> it depends. Well, it depends on what oath you swear and how you interpret the oath. No, um, I'm not a douchebag. My God is a douchebag. <laughs> exactly. Well, see, that's the thing. So, my favorite uh, paladin is the conqueror. As I said, uh, if you do the oaths per batum, you're going to destroy the cohesiveness of your D&D party and probably end the campaign. <laughs> uh, because it's... Did you just say per Betel? <laughs> I think I did. I think I did. Anyway. That had to be acknowledged. Like, Please continue, know. sir. Verbatim. You're welcome. Per- perbatim. See, you gotta get it right. <laughs> Um, anywho, uh, it's, uh, strength above all, which is pretty simple. You just gotta be the strongest there is. Um, there's douse the flames of hope, which 
as bad as that sounds, it actually can be interpreted as like, make sure they don't come back. <laughs> like it, uh, none of that mercy bullshit of like letting the orcs run away once they've sacked the town if you kick their ass. No, you killed them. <laughs> uh, but the one that's actually bad is rule with an iron fist, which dictates that you're the best, so you should be in charge. And so that would actually mess with a lot of, you know, group cohesion. If I was just like, hey, Kiki, I'm going to tell you what to do now, and you're going to obey. Understand? <laughs> Absolutely not. How fucked would that be? <laughs> yeah, I don't like it. Yeah. It's definitely a little it's nuance fun. when it comes to playing to play in your classes, particularly one like that. Where and, you gotta... and yes, and to be fair, the oaths in 5e... Not as bad as they used to be. I've read horror. Uh, most of us have only played Five E, um, but I've heard horror stories of like first and second edition where if you're like even in a party with someone who lies, you lose all your paladin abilities. <laughs> wow, that yeah, that sucks. I think we should put yeah, it out there that like all of the, I think none none of us have played anything other than Five E, if I remember correctly. Yeah, I believe so. Cool. So you're just putting it out there for the rest for the other other listeners. Like, hey, we five E folks, we hadn't tried the other ones. Like, I've heard that like three point five is like great when you're willing to get deep dive into that. But that's where we're at. I think most of us have only been playing for about four years or so, except for like one other person in here. Wink, wink, look, look. <laughs> yeah. So um, I love the Ooh. paladin. Um, they have some pretty decent spells but honestly you're going to be using your spells with your smites uh they do the best burst damage in the game hands down um i despise multi-classing i'm sure that'll be an episode later down the line um uh which jordan will probably be in charge of uh anyway uh yeah i just really like the paladin it's it's easy to have a story with a paladin because they have to grapple with like the morality of their decisions and also the things they wanted to do versus the things they quote unquote have to do. Um, and unlike all the other half casters, they actually have a mechanic that can use their spells better at, uh, than actually using spells. So I just really like them. All right, Dan, I dig it. We love to hear it. Love Thank you for sharing. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Kiki, which I've been sober for 28 years. There it is. Um, <laughs> um, so I, I'm a little bit taken aback because I knew that the question was going to come up: what our favorite class is. <laughs> like, like a month ago, <laughs> I wasn't prepared to also tell what my favorite subclass is, uh. <laughs> and I don't have one. But my my favorite class, not to play because I haven't actually played it played it before. But my favorite class is Rogue. It's cool. They are so OP at the beginning. What is it? <laughs> cutting strike. You know, is it cutting strike? It's cutting Do I know action. Eight? Do I know you don't know anything about Dungeons about and Dragons. Rogue. You sure don't. <laughs> Wait, I love the ideology. No, sneak attack. It's, it's a lovely sneak thing. Sneak attack, cunning action. It's so funny that you, you, like, you preface it with like, I have never played this character before. 
Also, you played it in the one shot. I played it in a one shot? Yes, you did. Listen, but did I really get to play a rogue? Or did I roleplay? I didn't know anything about my abilities, but when you tell me to pretend to be a thief, motherfucker, that's what you're going to get. Kiki, you were like, Chris, I live uh, that my, life. My rogue who I know what a, I can do other than a completely steal fake shit. identity that she no. tells her family to so that she can protect <gasps> oh them from her God. acts as a rogue. Yeah, see, <laughs> but I have been recently playing uh, an artificer, and that has been very fun. <laughs> All right, folks, that'll be another episode where we talk about the different types of players that you've already Her favorites met the side knife. <laughs> no. Uh... That's lame. What do you mean it's lame? You got a fucking knife yeah. man of psionic energy. That that's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. It is pretty I only dope. the only reason I might feel that way is because one of my players played a side knife, uh, and it was it went great. Just a lot to deal with. And it was your favorite. <laughs> I, I feel like we're thinking about the same person, and I remember we were playing with them together, and there was you had some creature that they used their side knife, and they were like, eh, it doesn't do anything because resistant to psychic damage, and they were like, well, I can't do anything because I didn't give this rogue any other weapons. <laughs> and then they didn't do anything. <laughs> wow. Not even like punching. No, I don't think so. I think that they like stayed really far away. I mean, that's probably the plan. To be honest, no, no bow and arrow, no anything. Throw a rock at them. If you get lucky, you might get sneak attack. (laughs) Like, do something. Try to trip them. Do a tabletop. It was like you could sit a lot of things. It was a rogue, so you had your cunning actions. We could have maneuvered. I don't remember what she nah, she was signed up, so she wasn't swashbuckler. So she couldn't do no moving out of people's uh opportunity of attack and all that good stuff. It was hide. funny. She could hide. It was funny. I thought That's... I thought cunning action lets you uh hi, I'm Chris. I never play rogues. Uh I thought you could use your uh cunning action to do a disengage. You can. Mm-hmm. I, can you do that all in a night? Like, see, I'm trying to think. Like, in the space of time, like, if we're talking mm-hmm. about her being able to do other things, she could move into their space, but she still have to stay there to give advantage or whatever. And so, she, I mean, she could disengage, but like, you doing that all in one turn means that the person you're trying to help gets nothing. Because hi, and Jordan, what's your favorite class? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, that was sudden. Um. I know, right? I was like, he's just ruining the flow. Yes, he yes, got this yes. whole talk about hey, uh, I'm sticking to my standing orders here. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah, well, um, in that Whatever. case, my favorite class is the warlock. Um, I just what? really love. Oh my god! For real? Shut what? up! Yeah, I know. I keep it secret. I know. It's kind of my pocket pick, you know. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, I, I don't know. They're, they're just really versatile. There's a lot of different ways where you can take them. Um, you know, I mean, they're no bard, but you can have a party of warlocks and have a lot of different like, flavors of Eldritch Blast. You kid. <laughs> <laughs> 
You got the um, key blast. You got the Eldritch Cannon. You got the Eldritch Multi Attack. You got the Eldritch Tether. What is happening? I don't think any of those were real, but <laughs> <laughs> um, my favorite subclass is the Hexblade because I just love the fantasy of like mixing Sword Fighter with uh, Mage. Um, I don't know if it's because I was playing Skyrim the first time I started playing D and D, or because uh, I just I I honestly still love Bleach. I'm I'm a little disappointed with how it ended, but still love it. So anyway, we are putting yeah. putting some strong viewpoints out there into the world. <laughs> we well, first we? episode. Hold on now, Yo, Each go takes go through one on one every time. Hands no. no I don't give a shit what Death Battle says. Oh yeah, that's that's what this is. <laughs> I will say the one thing I don't really well. It's not even that I don't really like it. It's that Chris keeps hounding me about it. The uh, limited spell slots, but they come back on a short rest. Come on, which no come one on. else takes. <laughs> That's not hey. true. That's hey. not true. We also had just talked about it. Monks also get their key points on a short rest. Okay, so if your party is made only of monks and warlocks, Fighting. then these are the classes for you. <laughs> Oops, all monks. Monks, <laughs> monks, warlocks, fighters. Which, hey, we know that according to Jordan, that all mm-hmm. warlocks can absolutely be a thing, and most of us have seen uh, all oops, all monks actually work. <laughs> Dude, if there was an all warlock campaign, so much angst. Like... Oh my god. Okay, I'm I'm gonna gripe <laughs> about the warlock for maybe five minutes. <laughs> a change of plans! Wait, did Jordan get to finish his thoughts? I think he did. Did you finish? Well, Jordan, did you finish? There is one more thing. Um, Just like Chris said about the Paladin, how it has a kind of natural storytelling element, um, especially how he loves that it kind of uh, breaks parties apart naturally. Uh, The Warlock (laughs) does that as well, except the Warlock, the character themselves, might not have ever wanted to go on any of these adventures, and they might be doing something that they uh, very much do not want to do. Oh my god, this the is the Warlock Pact is such story candy. It's so fucking good. In the class in builds that the Warlock made a bad deal. <laughs> <laughs> a bad deal with something. Question mark. <laughs> and that's really? just gold for your DM to use against you. I mean, it yeah. really, it oh, really man. is. Oh man. It's or like, imagine... hey, you got my money yet? <laughs> and it's like, and we're talking like you done played like five, six levels, been using all those skills, and it's like, hey man, I think I want to cash in right now. Wait a you minute, been, you, uh, you you've been enjoying casting Eldritch Blast every six seconds, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, where are those souls? <laughs> where are they? <laughs> that was the Jordan, deal. Jordan, <laughs> didn't Chris make you do something like ridiculous? And um, what you're was, gonna have what to be more specific. No, I'm trying uh, to be. Uh, what was the campaign that you ran, Chris? Um, Tomb of Annihilation. Oh, Tomb of Annihilation. Didn't you? Didn't Jason have to like? I'm so. What was okay, it like? So something then... to do with hearts or something? Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, I had to cut out. <laughs> it was dark as shit. Um, at dark least as shit. <laughs> what was it? Once a day? 
Yeah, I think so. No, once a week. I, I you know, I didn't oh, want to okay. be gross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we didn't want to be gross with that. Um, we didn't want to be merciless with that. There were so many other things. But continue on. Continue. Um. But yeah, uh, Chris, you can go on with your uh, five minutes of complaints about the warlock. Yeah, sure. So, so <laughs> I don't like. So I love. I object. Oh, we <laughs> have one object. Uh, okay. I guess I'm the judge. Sustained. You can have oh. thirty seconds. No. Okay. I'm just, I'm I... Oh. <laughs> you can have your own episode about this. Uh, my my very short okay my very short anecdote is that the warlock Five seconds. seems like it was built for multi-classing and not for playing as a Ooh. single class by itself. And we just learned at the beginning of this podcast that Chris that I don't care for that multi-classing. Oh wow! <laughs> okay, I actually want to add one thing. So objection not sustained um, <laughs> because I love the fact that warlocks basically are hoes and they're um higher being is their pimp and every time i just think about a pimp name slip back just being like bitch where is my money very (laughs) very good reference very good we're gonna get the boondocks crowd for sure (laughs) maybe we'll we'll see what happens well you know what to be honest i want that crowd it's a good crowd that's That's a a great crowd that that show was awesome. I'd watch it again. I sincerely wish there were more seasons. I don't think it's going to happen. I think the creator had some issues, whatever. Um, with like <laughs> with producers <BT>. and whatnot, <laughs> wherever it was going. All right, I guess that's me now. So, um, hey guys, Darius. All oh, right, you're stuff. here. I am Hi, here. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Uh, my favorite class is the wizard. Um. I, I'd say not, not much to surprise of anybody else. So I love the wizard uh, in particular, and it's the reason that I love any kind of class that I've ever played. It's like my favorite thing about it is the versatility. Um, being able to go into any kind of situation and having almost nearly the right answer every time uh, is a glorious thing. The only crux, obviously, is really the can I have to plan for that situation? But you know, uh, I mean, you've got high enough intelligence, like your wizard is going to have the list. You've got all the spells. You've got rope trick. You've got, um, uh, we don't have some. That's your go-to? Nah, it's a, <laughs> dude, I lo- the, the unique spells that are like, where the hell am I going to use this is probably, <laughs> it's probably the best part. Dude, the number of times, like, I'm, don't like, worry, guys, I've got rope trick. <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, like playing in other campaigns or in podcasts where I've seen Rope Trick just out of the blue, just cup clutch. I'm just like, I'm just, oh, I'm just okay. surprised is all. I would have thought, like, you know, classics like Fireball, but you know, Rope Trick, sure. Everybody Listen, knows about Chris, Fireball. You're a wizard. It's like level three. You have like seven hit points max. That's true. That's true. You're you're down to two of those hit points because someone looked at you funny. They <laughs> coughed in your general direction. <laughs> You cast rope oh, yeah. trip, you scurry up that rope, and then just every round you peek your head out and cast a spell and then and pee a little. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wizard, oh my god. So it's generally agreed upon in most D&D format that spells are the best thing in this game. Uh, unfortunately, martial classes fall behind spell casters because, dear god, spells. They're so versatile, they let you do so much, and they usually cost the same amount, generally speaking. Uh, inter- and you have, uh, who's the best 
at this game, the guy who can cast the most and most varied spells, both in terms of number and diversity. Bard. It's cool. It's glorious. But like up. even even the worst wizard subclass is still a wizard. Still has a plethora of destruction they can rain upon you. Some can do it a little bit better. Some are broken, but all of them are serviceable in that regard. So Darius, that's a very good pick. Well, thank you, sir. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. It but is can the wizard beat Goku? The uh, well, wizard let's... could put him in another let's dimension. Not... <laughs> let's... <laughs> let's not be crazy. <laughs> I was like, it would be realistic. Uh, uh, Is there a D&D character that could take on Goku? I don't think so. Uh-oh. Oh, no, I think we lost Chris. Someone really mad at you. And, oh, they, and they'll be all right. I think I think there's enough There's enough stats in Goku's corner that we could, like, I, what they call them? They call it something on Twitter, and I like, um, it's whatever, like, where you could, like, literally pull up facts. Power like, level. Here's the, here's the manga <laughs> panel. This shows you that he's faster than the speed of light. Here's the it's power mom, level. Here's the, um, no, it's not power level. It's not power level. Like, um, it's literally like real life. They'll be like, where's your stats? Where's your facts? <laughs> and they'll literally be like, here's the manga panel right here where he just punches a hole into the universe. Can your D&D character do that? It's like, your D&D character isn't even planetary. What My are you favorite thing about? is when people are talking about that and they're like, yes, they're speaking, hearing, and reacting to their monologues at the speed of light. <laughs> and honestly, that shit's wild. Like, enough. when Vegeta says, Gur, Kakarot, I will defeat you next time, they're, they are both saying, hearing, and talking to that at, like, beyond the speed of light. Like, the shit they use for Star Trek. is 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 incredible. It's incredible. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I actually need to finish because I only just talked about Wizard Subclass before I was actually um, so, so, so rudely interrupted, um, giving me great, great, gracious, gorgeous support, which is why I allowed to be I allowed myself to be interrupted. Favorite subclass, Conjuration Wizard. Not going to lie. Are there some better ones out there? Sure. But Conjuration really just fits my niche. And this was before uh, Tasha's got put out and actually made Conjuration Wizard better. So I actually loved it because you get to teleport a lot, like all the time. It's great. Um, other than I just... summon myself <laughs> away hey, <man>. from you. <laughs> hey, and look. I'm a wizard. That's all. That's all you need. Everybody ever knows. If you didn't know, if you're new to D and D, wizards are woefully, woefully, woefully low on HP. Uh, we're not joking. Jordan was not joking when he says that they could be looked at funny and they have lost half their health. Um, I think there there are actually care. Uh, what well, what is it? There's actually monsters in the uh in the manual that actually look at you and do damage that way. So I uh, uh, wizards could literally die for being looked at. But I just love I love Conjuration Wizard for the amount of things um, role playing wise is is a big part of it. But uh, already taking Misty Step, which is something that all the wizards get, but I get an additional one that lets me play around um, with kiting. I don't know if that's a if that's a term outside of League of Legends. I am talking about League of Legends just for the people that do know. But I love the fact that I could switch places with people. That's one of the skills from Conjuration. And then you take on that. And you put on the summoning skills that you actually get with Tasha's. I can literally actually summon myself. Like you get some like shadow beasts, summon some elementals, and you're just chilling in the background, just letting them do the work. And be like, yeah, yeah, do that thing. You know, take take out those monsters. I'm gonna sit here and uh, just sip on a little tea right here. Uh, wonderful, good job, good job, watery. 
I don't. I gotta come up with a better name for you. Watery. <laughs> wow. I don't know about that one. They have to come up with a better name. You know what my favorite thing about the wizard is? What? They're free. Like unlike Jordan's warlock, his ass isn't owned by some eldritch horror. Unlike a cleric or a paladin, they don't have to like stick to some stupid moral code. Wizard's fucking free. He could just show the birds to everything, and he's got all his magic. He's a learned magic man. After that mm-hmm. 80 years stuck in the tower trying to figure out how to bend the uh, fabric of the universe, then they're free. Yes. Well, uh, that's that's like P- NPC wizards. Is we- Darius, is Weaver like 80? Weaver is an elf, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> so it doesn't no, it doesn't matter how old they are. Oh man. So uh, yeah, that's like it's it that's a small price to pay depending on like what kind of class you're playing. So like you don't have to play an old ass wizard, I guess, unless you're being human. Shoot, you could say that you're a young human wizard and just be like, I'm a prodigy. I mean, it's your character. You could do whatever the hell you want. You can say <laughs> I'm the sickest shit there's ever been. Yeah. <laughs> There's no problems there. <laughs> All right, cool. So we kind of like sat and talked a little bit about uh, like our favorite classes and subclasses. Um, I thought we could talk a little bit more. We've kind of talked about it a bit like here, here and there, but like the the big question, like what makes a class good? What do we think? Like, what do we think about that? I know mm-hmm. Chris definitely has some uh thoughts about that but i like to let's just bring it around let's change it up chris started the discussion on uh favorite subclasses so we're not going to keep picking on him let's you go can't with... keep me out <laughs> i'm in your walls the door. I was, you said no! that i was thinking yeah, yeah. i was thinking of eric from adult Swim. yeah let me out <laughs> uh let's start with jordan jordan what do you think like make makes a good class um, I would really say what makes a good class is its ability to lend itself to a character. Um, I mean, of course, a class has to be actually viable. You know, numbers matter a little bit. Uh, shout out to Ranger, rest in peace. Um, <clears throat> RIP, but... Peacemaster. <laughs> but uh, after that, you know, it's it's really just okay. This is. Like when you're making a character, uh, you can start out with the class and then build a character around that. But what I really like to do is start out with a character and figure out, okay, what class services this best? And a good class is one that really lends itself to a, you know, like a really either specific or um, kind of a few specific archetypes, maybe. All right, I feel that. I feel that. All right, Kiki, let's bring it all around you. What do you think makes a good class? Well, I think Jordan basically like um stole my answer. Uh, because ours is pretty similar. Yeah, like for me, it's one that's going to fit like whatever lore I'm creating for my character. So I guess it doesn't really matter, <laughs> you know, um to me how well um a character uh, sorry, a class or a subclass plays um, as long as I could like really, really work it in and feel at home with whoever my character is becoming or has become. Like that's enough for me. Um, although anything that is like 
I really like playing a subclass that has a whole bunch of stuff going on because I love to have a lot of options. That's real. I like to do a lot of different stuff. Um, so, yeah, that's my answer. All right, Chris, we're going to save you for last. So I'm going to pop don't myself take in. All, yeah, <laughs> don't take all day. Oh, yeah, Darius, I'd be forgetting that you have to actually, like, respond. <laughs> I mean, I mean, does he <laughs> really? No, well, thanks. Whatever. Um, so I think what makes a good class is honest, it's the same reason that I love wizard versatility. So any any kind of any kind of class that can like pres- has like enough options. And you know, like again, no class is gonna be able to ta- tackle every situation, <laughs> but like if it has enough tools that like I can recreate things, uh that's in my mind like a really good class. That or secondary to that, that's number one. Number two is like anything that achieves the goal that I'm like looking for and when I'm creating the character. So like in particular, like Wizards, I like Conjuration because I like the idea of the wizard being able to jump around and like outmaneuver anybody. Even like particularly like monks are also good at that. So I like if I have an idea, any if the class can like achieve that idea, I'm like, that's a good class. I like I think it's work that works well, you know, like barring mechanics. Uh, we could talk about that later um as long as they can do it like do the damage and like get points get their point across with whatever they're trying to do like versatility is like the big thing like i love rune knight because it has so much versatility it's just kind of like going back to what kiki was talking about like that class has that subclass has so many things that can like adapt to so like several situations that like it's like my favorite fighter class like hence. and it's like hey do you want to be kratos I mean, I love it. I also, <laughs> and I'm big into Norse mythology, so like I instantly took to that. So like, love it. Mm-hmm. All right, my boy Chris, there you go. Um, what makes a good class? Well, for one, it has to uh percolate your uh creativity. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. There's classes out there that are mechanically good that I have zero interest in playing. Uh, typically they're the ones that are associated with like the fey wild for me because i just hate that nature shit uh, unless it's just a druid because i love druids um but after that your class does need mechanical power at the end of the day uh you know deities like uh wish fulfillment escapism and like uh, self-empowerment so i want to be the cool guy and if my wizard friend is like annihilating thousands upon thousands of enemies with like a couple fireballs or meteor swarm and i'm over here sucking dick as a uh, purple dragon knight you know getting off like three hits and i maybe kill one zombie that's not feeling good so i wouldn't play that class um Uh, not to mention the zombie gets back up after you killed it the zombie fucking gets back up it's the poor shit so yeah like it definitely has to be a class that's interesting um, and something you would want to play, but it also needs mechanical flavor. Like Jordan was saying, RIP the Beastmaster. They fucking did it twice and they still didn't do it right. <laughs> like how how iconic is a guy running around with his animal companion? And that's you could do that better by buying a mount. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like seriously, you could go if your DM allows it. You could go and like buy a a worm, or sorry, a wyvern uh egg, and 
there you go. You got a better beast companion than the fucking Beastmaster. Wait, wait. So, this is not the episode where we jump down, jump down the Ranger I know. train. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. We'll, we Back will. Up, buddy. Put the brakes up, on. Uh, it's just, I'm just trying to make a point that uh, not only does the class have to be cool, in my opinion, it also has to have the mechanical value so that the class stays cool and not just be a lame turd. Hey. So it sounds like we all are very much like if it fits my version of like whatever kind of character I want to play, then that works for me. Although I think I work in reverse from you guys. Uh, as uh, Kiki knows, I like to sit in my bathtub with a bottle of rosé and just <laughs> read the uh, monster manual and the player's guide and all that. So I'll be like, yep. ooh, Eldritch Knight, that seems fun. And then I'll base something on the Eldritch Knight and work my way backwards. I yeah, think whereas that. we like create I'm like, they were gonna play a girl, a boy, or a person. What if I was a dude? <laughs> Whoa, I don't even I don't even know what my character voice is gonna be until I show up to session sometimes. Oh my god. I, like, I spend months in my shower. Or my name. Or my name. I don't know my what I'm gonna sound like or what my name is. Or what you look like. I kind of figure out what I look like, but it definitely comes like much clearer into focus once <laughs> I get to, to session one and have have to like say my name out loud in a, in a voice. Hey, I I like where we're going. Let's save this because this is a whole nother episode. Just really getting into our character creation and how we started. But I think our time's about up. Um, thanks guys for listening. Uh, you can all check us out. We'll be on Spotify. We'll be on Apple if they hadn't like the chokehold i swear they put like a tariff on their stuff uh we'll see what happens with that but uh thanks for listening guys uh please check us out we'll be sure to have another so another episode coming out another, another soon another soon baby another soon that's a mean the podcast just call it so we're really familiar with our pants <laughs> fucking cool so we call it so raddest hippest podcast out there all right guys thanks for checking see us you out on the flip of Dyson Men. <laughs> 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 <laughs>